0: Welcome to the 69th episode of the Total Tuscany podcast.
1: And what we're seeing more of is younger people cuz hey, you guys know us our what we do is safety uh, and you know we 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 check every shower and all that so we appeal to normally to an older crowd wants the assurance that when they get there, everything's going to go smoothly. We're seeing younger people, uh, half their age, people in their late 20s, early 30s, uh, now looking to do this type of experience. And I don't know if you know why that's happening, but I, I, I certainly see it happening, and I'm excited.
0: Mario Scalzi is no stranger to the Total Tuscany podcast. He's been on here several times before, but we always want to remind you, Before there was Airbnb, VRBO, or any other online booking service, there was Mario and Parker Villas. He's now reaching a younger generation of renters who are looking for unmatched quality, impeccable service, and the security of knowing who they are renting from. But Mario knows a lot more than just Villas. His understanding of Italy's unmatched in the industry and his knowledge of going off the beaten path. To find the unique Italian and Tuscan experiences is what makes today's conversation so enlightening. Welcome back to the Total Tuscany Podcast. I'm Travis Justice, joined by my good friend Pat Campagna. And Pat, you know, there, there's conversations we have each and every year. We, we, we always look for somebody new to come on the podcast, but I think it's important to have repeat guests because there's always something... New to talk about with those people we have always associated with since we started this podcast.
2: Yeah, and uh, today we're I think we've lined up Mario with Parker Villa. And uh, <laughs> is he the most? Is he the the most
0: frequent guest we have had on
2: the Total he's Dusty probably, Podcast? We, I haven't done a census count, but you know he's 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 got he's got a story. Every every day we talk with him. Every every opportunity we learn something about Italy. I can't wait to visit.
0: You know the interesting part about Mario is I think why we are attracted. And I'll use the word attracted to Mario is because he is Italian. The, the, the last name Scalzi, right? And he's got that that broadcast voice. He's got some of the deepest voices around there. But he has so much history and knowledge that goes not just with his villas, but you ask him, you ask him about almost any part of Italy. And he can start reeling off stuff right away. He knows so
2: many people. And uh, when you, I have never hesitated in referring anyone to Parker Villa because when they call, the staff takes care of them. Uh, He's got an amazing group of people working for him. Uh, Whoever you talk to at Parker, whether it's Mario or Julie or one of the other staff members, they're going to treat you right. They're going to find you something that fits your family uh, and fits what you're, you know, and maybe uh, work with you to help figure out. What it is you really want to see when you get to Italy, and not just listening to us.
0: Before we start our conversation with Mario, just a quick reminder that you can always uh, follow us on the social media channels. You can like our Facebook page at Total Tuscany, follow us on Twitter at Total Tuscany, and we're really we're we're stepping up our our Instagram game. You know, the hard part about Instagram is that when I was in Italy and when you were there, you, you send me photos or I post photos that's great when we're not there it's hard to get new photos and so uh but we've stepped up our instagram game and believe it or not uh my 13 year old daughter greta has helped us set up a tiktok page so if you have if you have tiktok uh, you can find us on TikTok at Total Tuscany. So we are expanding our, our global horizon, mm-hmm. Pat. We, we are we are reaching out to the masses. And that's because Tuscany is such a fun, fun place to visit. And when you go to Tuscany, if you go to Italy, uh, we highly recommend, especially if you have a group of, you know, three couples, four couples, five couples, that's where it makes a lot of sense to rent a villa and get that authentic Tuscan experience where you can have the agape where you're there as a group and you just share those experiences day in and day out and that's why we have back of the Total Tuscany podcast from Parker Villas and parkervillas.com welcome Mario Scalzi Mario it's our yearly conversation where we talk about Parker Villas we talk about your life Uh, first of all how you been and what have you been up to Uh, I've been fine
1: I've um Just got back from Italy uh, a couple of months ago. I'm planning to go again uh, next month. uh, And there's never a moment of quiet. There's always something going on. So uh, that keeps life interesting.
0: You know, when you go to Italy, you know, people probably think, "Well, you just you go stay in one of your villas. You you have this uh, extravagant time." What do you do when you go to Italy? What what, is it? Time to relax? Time to do business? What, What do you do?
1: It's yeah. So so many people say, you know, oh, I envy you. You go go back and forth so many times. It's so wonderful. Say, okay, you know what? I'll I'll swap um, my um, numerous times per year trip for your one vacation, because I um, test mattresses, flush toilets, and um, uh, try to uh, make sure the dishwasher and the shower pressure <laughs> works. So that's what I do. And, and so in, in doing that, I, I get to drive by uh, the wonderful museum and, and, and the incredible uh, uh, palaces and things that, that I've yet to visit bit Someday.
2: Well, what do what do you look forward to do? What what is it that you you get away? You get a little escape, and you get a little downtime. What what is that for you? Uh,
1: the downtime there truly is uh, the the couple of hours uh, at the airport uh, waiting for the flight, and then I can go zip around the duty free and figure out what I'm going to bring back to the office because <laughs> every every homeowner wants to. Load me up with wine and olive oil, and I and I just you, you can't bring all those liquids on the plane, so I, I have to kindly refuse them or give it to staff in Italy. So I, I end up with you know uh, chocolate bars at the airport, uh, <laughs> and that's and that's truly my downtime because if once you're there. No matter how long you're there for, everybody is. All the owners are clamoring. I, I want to see you. I want to see you. You've got to make time to see me. Let's let's have dinner together. Let's have lunch together. Uh, last trip, um, I was about 90 miles away uh, on my uh, last visit to a homeowner for the day. So normally I'll try to see, squeeze in about three of them: one in the morning, one for lunchtime, one for dinner time. And you're trying to do business while they're all excited in preparing food. And so I I was there about 90 miles away at at 7 p.m. at 1 a.m. uh, after some great wine. And and, and it's right next door to where um, Andrea Bocelli lives in um, eastern Tuscany, uh, Laiatico. And, uh, and I said, okay, I've got to get back now. And, and, uh, he said, well, do you want some, um, do you want an espresso? I said, no, no, if I like, take an espresso, you know, by the time I get out, I won't sleep at all tomorrow morning, you know, it starts all over again. And then I stepped outside and, and I was like, Ooh, you know, that, that wine. Uh, so okay. Back in the restaurant, they, they were closed, but they they opened up for us cause everybody's friends. And, you know, they made me like a couple of shots of, uh, espresso and um, I made it back to the hotel uh, took my time and uh, slept a few hours it, the coffee didn't bother me at all it really helped wake me up sober me up uh, and not sober me up but after you've had a couple of glasses of wine the, the good stuff with your meal you're very relaxed and, and now you've got you know you, now you've got to do 100 miles in the middle of the night and to get back to your hotel so uh, that's, but you know what, it's, I, I love it because I love meeting with the owners. I, I, I love um, having that exchange with them that, um, okay, w- w- what are American tastes like? W- w- what is it that the Americans want? Um, this is what we're seeing as a trend amongst us Italians, things that we like to have. We'd like to have a sensorial shower. What's that? Uh, that's where you turn off the light, and in the shower stall, uh, there's all these colored lights, and it sprays the little perfumes. And you know, would, your, would, would your clients like that? Mm, no, I don't think they're coming here for that. Uh, I, I'd, I'd rather have uh, a fire pit outside. Uh, So we have this exchange and we just try to make it so that when um, people come, they're going to just be super happy. Uh, And and it's it's those little things. And it's just a fun way to uh, uh, be in touch. because I come in the office every morning. By 9 a.m., I'm on. I'm either on Skype or on the phone. I'm Italian. I'm my dual personality. I'm Italian until <laughs> 1 p.m. Eastern time. Then from now, it's too late. You know, by 8 p.m. Italian time, six-hour difference. They're, they're having dinner, so I'm not going to bother them. So then I become American again, and you know, for the rest of the afternoon. So when I'm in Italy and I actually get to be Italian, I can start dreaming in Italian after two nights. Uh, it, it's I don't know. It, it, it's just fun.
0: You brought up a good point. Do you dream in Italian or do you dream in English? Because I've heard, and I'm being dead serious, because they say once you yeah. learn a different language, and, or, or does it shift when you're, when you're in Boston? Are you like, I, I dream in English when I finally get to, to, to Italy? I dream, in, I dream in Italian.
1: Oh, it's a whole series of things. Definitely the dreaming uh, takes place is Italian after two nights. Uh, by, by the third night, if I if I recall a dream in the morning, it was in Italian. Uh, but it's it's more than that. It's here. I'm planning the trip and I'm leaving, you know, a week from now. And I'm saying, oh my goodness, I got to go back to Italy," and everything's so slow. And you know, we have to sit down and have dinner, and it's going to take three hours to to get to the point. Um, and uh, you know, it's it's just so inefficient, and oh, what a waste of time. But I have to do this. Then I get to Italy and I start dreaming Italian. I become Italian, and, and then it's like three days, you know, before I have to get on a plane to come home. And oh my goodness, why am I going back there? All you do there is just work like an animal, and 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 there's no there's there's even in working there's no enjoyment, there's no joie de vivre, there's no uh, excitement to life. Everything is just you know routine, and and, and so I go through this. this these two stages of uh weirdness (laughs) as my personality begins to shift to and and then the moment that the door closes on the plane whichever plane it is i'm back in the other personality
0: how how does that flight for you You know i was just in italy in december and you're older than i am and i noticed uh, the flight is getting harder and harder for me does it get harder and harder for you every time
1: uh, it depends on, uh, I, I, have I've got many, many miles. So it, it depends on if I can, um, swing that upgrade. If there's the upgradable seat, uh, then it's, it's not a problem. Uh, in traveling, when you're forced to traveling coach, you, you're noticing that the seats are constantly reconfigured closer to one another in front back things that things that don't work I, I, so yes it becomes uh it's grueling and 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 then especially when you get back to the states uh you know the all, all, all the rigors that you have to go through to uh, you know clear customs whereas and you know once you get to europe go pick up your bag you walk out the dog looks at you wags his tail and out the door you go and that's it mm.
2: are you noticing any other any other trends uh, over there, Mario? Uh,
1: I'm noticing.
2: I'm noticing. Yes, I, I'm noticing different trends
1: there. Um, that they're getting even more. It, Italians are very creative, and one of my owners, who in Umbria, um, which is uh, really coming into its own in terms of what it offers and what it does, he's dev- he, he was awarded couple of years in a row the best olive oil in the world uh and and this was um this show was in toronto i, I, I believe that that they do it where they evaluated he's now come up with a different method that he's trying and the olive oil is coming he says it's fantastic i'm awaiting my shipment any day now uh, he wants us to desperately to try it where they're harvesting the oil in the the olives in moonlight because um, unlike the sun, which ripens and and heats, moonlight uh, matures and is colder. And somehow, by harvesting, by pulling those olives off the tree at nighttime, uh, it affects the ultimate quality and flavor of that oil. Interesting. So that's, you know, I'm saying, my goodness, that's like a genius thing. You know, I, I, and he's, he claims it's fantastic and he's, he's submitting it to all the different shows. Um, I, that's the kind of thing that just kind of excites me that you can't, uh, the, the word can is really comes from the word Clante which was the last name of an Etruscan family that settled in that region 3,000 years ago Uh, so they've been doing wine for a bit and olive oil for a bit and and the fact that they were able to progress it to move it forward in different ways uh, I I just find that so uniquely crazy on this side I'm seeing a a a growing interest from our clients towards wine. Uh, when 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 they're planning their vacation, they they want to go look at, taste, and sample new wineries, more boutique wineries, more out of the way places that are not you know the. The Antonores of the world, you know, the, 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 the most, the, the, the biggest labels, they're, they're looking for that unique experience, which is telling me that American palate is, is becoming more and more sophisticated, and Italy uh, is uh, the mecca for wine in the world. 432 varieties of wine in Italy is more. Than the combined total of the rest of the planet. Uh, France, which prides itself in this wine and does some fantastic wines, probably at best has about two dozen varieties. Everybody else, even less. Italy, 400, over 400. You go from one valley to the other, and it's a different variety, it's a different cultivation. It is, uh, for wine lovers, it's the only place to be uh, because you just 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 so much. And the other thing I'm finding here is a, a greater interest in history, um, the history of the Etruscans. The, everybody knows Rome; they've been to Rome. Uh, they've they love the Renaissance. They they go to Florence, and you know Rome is tends more masculine. More men are interested in Rome because of the big columns, you know. We were the empire, and women tend to go towards Florence because it's the more feminine side of Italy. It's the Renaissance, the the uh, uh, the, the art. Uh, uh, uh. So the two cities are a male and a female, a yin and a yang side uh, of Italy, and and I'm finding that fun to. Notice, but now I'm seeing people's really getting it more interested in the Etruscans because they're they're really what's at the base of what uh, Rome and Italy and everything else, Canti, all the wine, everything about Italy that we know um, was co-opted by the Romans in every successive culture from the Etruscans, and the Etruscans were, um, and I guess in today's age, it's important, the Etruscans were the culture where women ranked equal or superior to men, where women had the right to name their children with their last name, that women participated in sports events and were spectators at sports events where you don't see in Greek culture or Roman culture, uh, they were way, way, way ahead of their times. And uh, people, I guess with archaeologists and the different discoveries that have happened over the last 20 years or so, there's a greater interest in digging deeper into that because the um, Rome sort of degraded, Greece degraded uh, from what the Etruscans really um, the, the height of where the Etruscans were, and then and then there's Cortona. Uh, that's known as the grandmother of Italy. Uh, so we're focusing a lot of our properties in the area in, in around Cortona, Arezzo, Montepulciano. That sort of southern part of Italy on the border with Umbria, because Umbria is. You know, you, you can draw lines on a map that doesn't change where people are, but that southern part of Tuscany uh, that borders Umbria is a fascinating place, and Cortona was is known as the grandmother of Italy. Couple of, one is a legend, the other has um, evidence uh, now archeological and um, DNA evidence that on the mythical side, Noah's Ark one of the sons water's receding sees this pinnacle sticking out of the water and says this is beautiful I'm going to go back and settle here Um, supposedly he did his descendant generations later a fellow by the name of Dardano uh, and they have the main street in Cortona is via Dardano he leaves Cortona and he founds a city, he, he establishes a, uh, a settlement on um, the coast of Turkey, which eventually becomes the city of Troy. Greeks go, he, Paris uh, steals the wife, and the Greeks go, and they fight the Trojans, and, and you know the, the Iliad and the Odyssey tell us all the stories. They defeat the Trojans, get on their ships, head back to Italy and eventually through their descendants they find they establish rome so in cortona the cortonans the the old timers the people that look at the history say cortona is the grandmother of rome because rome started from us
0: by now we hope mario has inspired you to start planning your trip to tuscany but where do you start totaltuscany.com is the perfect place pat and i offer a free 15-minute consultation we listen And then we gave you some ideas to further inspire you. Then, if you want to keep working together, we can put together custom itineraries, book tours, you name it. Email us, Totaltuscany at gmail.com, or visit our website, Totaltuscany.com. I want to go back to the Etruscans. What, you know, I stayed at one of your properties in Volterra, which has some great Etruscan ruins. If somebody is interested in that history, where do you have villas located that would be good starting points for them? Because, I, again, I was in Volterra. That was absolutely amazing. Um, where are some other villas or nearby um, uh, villages or hilltop towns that would be uh, really good for people to stay, to, to, to take in that Etruscan history?
1: I would. Um, Vol- Volterra definitely is, uh, is, an, is, is still a tree. You can see the Etruscan faces when, when you walk down the street. because They have a wall uh, at one of the gates where they've in the wall are superimposed of these faces that they carved out of stone millennia ago. And when you walk around the town, you, you, you look at the faces of the people and they resemble the faces on the wall. And they kind of have pointy ears. They kind of look like Mr. Spock from the old star Trek movies. And so you go, Oh my goodness. You know, there's a Truskins here. Uh, so that's a, But that's an isolated place because they're by themselves off of the mountain. Uh, but if you really want to get into the Etruscan culture in and cities and, and, um, and what's beneath the, uh, the, the first part of the, uh, of the building where, where the foundations are, uh, I, I would go towards Cortona. I would go towards Arezzo, Montepulciano. That 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 again, that southern part of Tuscany, and uh, on the border with Umbria. So you have Orvieto, and and uh, Civita di Bagnoreggio. Hard to pronounce, but it's been uh, written about in um, in the New York Times and a number of different places. Yeah, Americans are starting to discover this place. It's called the city that never dies. You can use a little footpath. That you can uh, get up to this little little village high up in the mountains, uh, and uh, it, it is a people you know always. Our pilgrimage now is Cinque Terre. It, it, I think that's kind of passing because it's just so overrun with tourists. But Bagnoregio is definitely a place that you want to be, and so that whole area south of Siena and around Orvieto. So between the, so or picture um, Rome Orvieto in the middle and Florence to the north. Orvieto is halfway between um, Rome and Florence, an hour and a half by car, you know, give or take, you know, depending on traffic, is where Orvieto and you you center yourself around Orvieto, which means if you go 45 minutes north, you're going to be in the Cortona area, you go to Montepulciano. Uh, if you go t- to the south, you're going to be closer to Rome. That's the place where I think between Orvieto, Cortona, Arezzo, Montepulciano, that's the zone that you really want to be in. If, if for the people that, that are interested in, in in that kind of history, that we're seeing more and more of, and what we're seeing more of is younger people, because hey, you guys know us. Uh, our what we do is safety, uh, and you know we 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 check every shower and all that, so we appeal to normally to an older crowd. Who Wants the assurance that when they get there, everything's going to go smoothly. We're seeing younger people, uh, half their age, people in their late twenties, early thirties, uh, now looking to do this type of experience. And I don't know if you know why that's happening, but I, I certainly see it happening, and I'm excited to see that a younger generation is uh, wanting to take Italy. That way, as opposed to you know, uh, see seven cities in seven days, and if it's Tuesday, it must be Belgium.
0: Well, you know why that is? It's because younger people listen to podcasts, and that means younger people are just listening to this podcast, and we're sending all the
2: young people to Italy. That, that's what's happening here. <laughs> I mean, so thank, <laughs> you. thank <laughs> you, thank you. We do, do some, some consulting. <laughs> we <laughs> do you, some you, consulting you, you, now and then, and we're getting more and more young people asking us, you, "Where should we go?" Uh, you know,
0: Mario, you brought up. Uh, I want I want you to tell me. If I'm on the right track here, because Pat Pat skipped the last two trips with me. We've gone over in December the last two times with me, and he's saving up for his espresso machine. Yeah, yes. he <laughs> he likes taking his family, which is which is fine. But okay. so so <laughs> T- Tuscany is in. This is the most cliche region to talk about, right? Because it's probably the most famous because of Francis Mays. I understand that. Um, you've got Florence, you've got uh, Siena, you've got Montepulciano, you've got Cortona. The last two times, and it's And especially the last time my wife and i got the train for florence we went over to arezzo arezzo is turning into one of my favorite places one because there are not many tourists there at all not many and all those other places i mentioned still predominantly speak english everywhere around arezzo i don't find that and i get a little bit more authentic experience there am am i on to something there
1: you've 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 hit it yes absolutely uh arezzo uh, arezzo is a favorite city um of ours because when you get to arezzo the nightlife uh, when you when you walk around the restaurants and the the bars and stuff at night it's it's teeming um with uh, italians and they're well-dressed, they're having a great time, and, and the and the food is out of this world. It's not the tourist menu written in English for uh, uh, you know twenty-five dollars a person. It's truly authentically Italian, and that then moves over to the shops when you go to the shopping streets and districts there's very few shops selling you know i went to italy and all i got was this t-shirt uh the shops are really selling um artisanal items handmade shoes handmade leather handmade everything and again it's aimed at uh italians so if you really want to experience italy you've got to go to italian cities that are not um that are not so well-known, and that's why I'm saying if you want to go visit Civita di Bagnoregio, you definitely have to go to Orvieto, um, and Arezzo is very high on that list. Yes, good choice.
0: See what good you're time. missing, Pat. See what you miss when you don't come with me. Oh, Mario! (laughs) Yes. So, Mario, we've been getting a couple of emails uh, promoting, of course, uh, the villas that you guys uh, are are promoting right now. Anything? Do you have anything new online? And and the last time we talked, uh, you know, we visited with you uh, back in August, I believe it was. But yeah, I mean, obviously, Tuscany has really developed as a as a huge region for you. But do you have any new properties online? And any? And how do you compete? Because this comes up, and people ask us all the time why use Parker Villas when I can go to Airbnb or something like that? I, right. I, how, hard are, how hard is it getting to, to compete in, the, in, this, in this market? Uh,
1: actually, easier. Um, Airbnb is great. Uh, it, it, you've got to think of Airbnb almost as a, a classified listing uh it's it's something you it, it, it's something between the cross on um, buying something from craigslist or um ebay uh so if, if it's just the two of us and we're willing to take that chance and if it doesn't turn out right who cares you know what we'll just leave here and go check in one hotel and we'll, we'll just chalk it up to experience that's fine um because the the chance of the positive outcome is diminished because you're relying on the owner's own subjective opinion of what it is that's being offered and the owner's own pictures. And no one can, um, no Airbnb or HomeAway or anybody else, that you know, these sites that have tens of thousands of listings can verify them. So they, don't, they, they, they act as a middleman in the transaction and then, you know, they leave it up to the reviewers to say, "Hey, this was good or bad," uh, and that's good for a couple. If you're if you've got four, five couples, a uh, couple of families joining together, and you're entrusted to choose this, you many people do not want to take that chance. Of you know okay flip a coin if if it doesn't go well now I've got 12 people where are we going to move them and we've got to go to hotels and where are we going to find them um, for all these people and you the purpose of the trip for a couple or two couples is getting together having some fun together the purpose for a trip for a bunch of couples is or families is a reunion an anniversary it's milestone events and You don't want to take that chance. Most people don't, and that's what we're finding. uh, That people say, you know, I've tried that thing, and yes, there are some great uh, uh, classified listings, and there are others that "Mm, uh, not so much. And I just can't take that chance. I I want to know that uh, somebody is uh, has vetted. Uh, every single property so a silly thing we do and uh, my competitors look at me as if I've got three heads We, we go into the house when we're doing our regular inspections throughout the season and we turn on all the showers at once and then we sit there with a little timer and see how long measure how long the hot water lasts before it
0: turns cold. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on real quick. quick. It's funny that you say that because you know how they always wonder what trends Americans want? I think Americans want two things most of all. They want hot water and they want water pressure.
1: You got it. So as we're we're doing the (laughs) hot water timing test, we're running from bathroom to bathroom to see which one has the least amount of pressure or if there is one, that has the least amount of pressure, and and so the Italians kind of look at us and say, well, "What's wrong with you?" And I said, "No, no, no, no. Let me explain why." The whole family got together. So tomorrow morning, they're all planning to go to Arezzo for the day because you know uh, Pat told them this is the place to go, and they're all going to get together at, at seven thirty, and then leave for the day. So they're all going to be taking their showers between 7 and 7.30. So all that water is going to be running then. It isn't they're taking showers at different times throughout the day. So all the water is running. Everybody's taking both every bedroom, two people, taking two showers. Uh, we got to have the water. And you won't... Uh, you know, we talk about upgrades, and yes, we want you know certain furniture, we want a fire pit, we want all the silly things that we want, but at the end of the day, a, a lot of the um, investment that we're making owners do is uh, the infrastructure, is making sure that we've got water, making sure that we've got electricity. The only thing we cannot control, and, and, it is, um, and it's a problem but it's a problem for all of Italy, no matter who you go with, where you go is internet. Uh, Internet in Italy is, um, I think they've ranked 91. So they were above Namibia and below Mongolia. They were somewhere in there. (laughs) Uh, So if, and that's, it's fine internet if you want to check your email, if you want to go on a website and look at the museum, what time it opens, that sort of thing. But if you're going to be streaming movies, Especially if you've got three teenagers, uh, everybody with their own devices, that thing is just going to slow to a crawl and then die. So we tell people up front please, 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 whatever you plan to do internet wise, download your movies, you know, take whatever stuff you have to take with you so that you, you don't rely on it that much. Compare internet in Italy to internet in France. Germany, UK, uh, it's light years different uh, because those three countries are even faster than we are. And then fastest of all is Singapore uh, that on average uh, travels at 100, while here on average we travel 25 to 50 MPS. And uh, Germany is like faster still. But Italy, 8 MPS. Seven, five, two, mm-hmm. 12, maybe in a good minute. Mm-hmm. So it's tough.
2: Mario, are there any, are there any properties that you'd like to highlight uh, today for some of our listeners that might be looking at that, uh, that sweet spot in Tuscany on the South side?
1: The two come to mind. I was thinking on, on, on my way to work this morning. Um, one is a personal experience you get to have with the owner, and it's La Cantina. And uh, sh- she owns um, a winery next door. She produces uh, organic wines, an incredible Syrah. It's the the only organic Syrah in, in, in the area and one of the best in Italy. But... Uh, and she comes and cooks for you. She makes pizzas for you. Uh, yes, you have to pay her uh, uh, additionally for that. And it's it, 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 it's a small sum. It's it, it, And it's far better pizza than you'll ever get in a restaurant. And the house is simple, La Cantina. Uh, but the service is from the heart, and the wine is out of this world. And all our clients that go there end up ordering wine from her to have shipped back to the States because they... They love it, and then they end up going back and uh, and repeating the whole experience again with new friends. The second one is, um, and she's outside of Cortona. The second one is outside of Orvieto. Uh, Perfect to go see Civita di Bagnoregio, and it's uh, Villa Soleil. And Soleil is, uh, what the owner did there is she, she, she created a home that any American family uh, is going to just love for all the comforts and amenities and the the, the, the kitchen is restaurant grade I, it, 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 everything is just top-notch at a very good price and you're surrounded by vineyards and fields and you know views at Infinitum uh, you're 20 minutes from Orvieto the same from Bagnoreggio so those two properties, in my mind, um, Cortona on the southern side, close to Umbria, Soleil on the Umbrian side, just just close to um, uh, Tuscany, uh, those are experiences that, um, uh, uh, Pat,
2: you need to go have. <laughs> you're, feeding the, you're feeding the monster here. <laughs> Travis keeps going without me, so... Uh.
0: You know, this last time I ventured up into the Emilia Romagna area, I went up to Bologna, ah, and God. then I'm getting a lot of people saying I need to go over to Marque. Is, is that? Uh, do you, would you agree with that? Marche,
1: the Marque is ab- are absolutely beautiful. Uh, the 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 region is it's the Tuscany that people can dream of that you know when you idealize what a tuscany could be it's that however with that comes the fact that it's barely accessible uh, to get from one place to another takes forever to get to a major city takes forever so it's the Marque takes a real um explorer with plenty of time on their hands and the discoveries are not going to be huge, they're going to be tiny, but profound and when you find a little city of Urbino uh, it is the most perfectly preserved, Renaissance city in all of Italy uh, but again, it's barely accessible you're, you're, you're going on switchback mountain roads to get there and switch back mountain roads to get from there to anywhere, and so it's a tough region to explore unless you've got really plenty, plenty of time. That's for So for, purity, for us, though. there's no demand. The, the, uh, we have we're so limited on the vacation amount of time that mm-hmm. we can take that you know uh, we don't have any Lewis and Clarks or many of <laughs> them that uh, are calling in for
2: that. Mauro, you, you're amazing. You're, you, you've, got a, you've got so much information. And every time we visit, it's, uh, we, we, we learn a tremendous amount. We're glad you're over there checking every shower and flushing every toilet so that, because we know that our, our clients, our guests. I hate have, you. <laughs> you. <laughs> well, we, we, feel, we know that our customers who go to Parker Villa are going to be treated like, uh, like the, w- w- they're going to have the experience that they expect.
1: Look, guys, you know, we, 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 over the years we've we've become friends, and we've gotten to know each other better. And um, what we do when when customers call in, uh, regardless who they speak to, we treat them like family. We treat them like friends, and we say, you know, I. I, I Tell me about your story. What is it you want to do when you get to Italy? Okay, who are you doing this with? What is the importance of these people to you? Okay, so we're going to consider those people as if they were our own family. And knowing every home, knowing every, every kitchen sink the way we do, we're going, okay, this is the one. Yeah, but I, but, but, but I saw the picture. Forget the picture. This is the one. Because Aunt Susie and Uncle Fred this is where if this is what it's about and you're celebrating them this is the one trust me and they do and they come back and now and now their children are coming back after 27 years of being in business mm-hmm.
0: you know going back to something you said earlier in the podcast and that was you're you're waiting for your shipment of olive oil to come over you might be waiting it was a bad year for 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 olives so wh- whatever you get you could probably sell for three to four times what it's worth you know that right
1: you're out of your mind. I, w- I would, no, 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 hey, no, there'll be, there'll be fighting, you know, there'll be tooth and claw fighting in here as to who's going to get it, uh, uh, cause you know, everybody's going to want their share no, I would, no, you don't sell stuff like that.
0: Mario, uh, I know it, it'd be like a gladiator fight it'd be you and Pat in the <laughs> yeah. ring
2: and and
0: oh man Mario it's always
1: good talking to you you can make money Travis on the bat uh, yeah, yeah, I, as, yeah. as, as, as to who's going to win the gladiator fight between Pat and I but uh, uh, but oil is not part of the best,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Mario, it's always good talking to you. ParkerVillas.com Same ParkerVillas.com for the best villa space in Italy. Uh, I'm telling you, the only go through Parker. These these are these are exclusive, they're private, and they're unique, and they're awesome. Uh, it's always good talking to you, uh, Mario, and thanks for your time again. When I guess we'll talk to you in, in another year when we touch base again. Yeah,
1: or sooner, whenever you need me.
0: Thanks, buddy. We appreciate it.
1: Take care.
2: I keep telling you, Pat, Arezzo is the place to go. We've got to go. You know, uh, it's amazing. It's ama- I, I really want to go now explore the south, the southern yeah. part of Tuscany, a little bit deeper than we have already. And uh, uh, man, Mario's got a wealth of information.
0: If you go to our Instagram page at Total Tuscany, I posted some pictures from. From Arezzo that I took over the Christmas market in the lights. That gives you a really good idea. The nice thing about Arezzo is this: um, you can stay in Florence. My wife and I stayed in Florence. There is a a, a train that goes straight there. It's not a high speed train. Now you could. There's a couple different trains that go. One makes uh, a couple extra stops and takes about an hour and a half. Or you go with the regional train out of the Santa Maria Novella. It takes about one hour, right? And you get off and. You just walk straight ahead and there's almost, uh, you know, maybe 400 yards after you get off the train, there's a market to your right and a little business section, but you just keep walking up the hill and you just find something new every step of the way. And once you get to the top of the hill, highly recommend you go into the church because it's one of the most spectacular I've ever been in. Uh, A lot of relics. Um it, it just it,
2: it took my breath away. So are you suggesting people stay in Arezzo or is this a day trip?
0: I well, you know, my wife and I want to stay in the in the area the next time we go because we want to explore more just that area because but even if you did this, you can take a train to Arezzo you're in. You can take the train then to Cortona. Now, when you get off in Cortona, you're going to have to take probably a taxi up the hill or make it a little easier. Um, but, but I would I would recommend this because it may not be for everybody. So I would recommend getting on the train in the Santa Maria Novella, taking a day trip to explore and go. Oh, this is so, because we always say. Italy is not a one-time trip. Not at if all. you're saying it's a bucket list, it's it's more than a bucket list. Once you go to Italy, uh, you're going to say I need to get back there, and maybe later this year we'll explain to you how you can do it in an affordable way. Uh, some free consultation, if you if because we can set you up with tour guides and we can set you up with a lot of unique experiences. But getting there, uh, we can really make it uh, affordable for you, and I think you'd be surprised how affordable it is. But I would just I would probably start with a day trip because it, ours started with a day trip a year ago and right when we went back this past December, my wife and I were like, Oh, we gotta go back to Arezzo. Mm-hmm. But again, we only did one day there. Okay. I, I do wanna
2: spend a little bit longer there, maybe three days, right? And so for those who don't know, Santa Maria Novella is the main train station. Yeah, main train in Florence. station in Florence. And traveling by train in Italy is is by far. It's an amazing yeah. way to travel. Yeah. Every time we do this, we say to ourselves, "Why can't we do this in the states?"
0: Yeah. I mean, well, the, Italy's a lot smaller. Right. right we right. we've done the Amtrak thing. Doesn't work. It doesn't work. Not, Not even close no, no. to working. But. Uh, But we do want to thank Mario Scalzi for coming on today. Please share this podcast uh, with your friends who are thinking about going to Italy. If you would like a free 15-minute consultation on your next trip or first trip to Italy and what you can do in Tuscany specifically, feel free to reach out to us, totaltuscany at gmail.com, or just go to our website. You can reach out to us there. Just fill out one of the contact forms. Uh, Totaltuscany.com is the website. You can follow us on social media, on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, and yes, and now TikTok. Mm -hmm. Yes, TikTok. TikTok TikTok. Uh again, thanks to, to Mario Scalzi. Pat, always good catching up with you, talking about Tuscany. Um, and thanks for listening to this edition of the Total Tuscany Podcast.